Welcome to the Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kuttner, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast will help you find ways to live healthier, happier, and more inspired. I so appreciate you being here, and I hope you like this episode. So today on the podcast, I have Kim Volteras. She is a Reiki master and she helps people heal through Reiki. So today we're going to talk a little bit about Reiki and energy. And I'm just so excited to have you, Kim. Thanks for coming. Thank you. It's, it's fun to be here. Yeah. And I think that's like a common theme is just like, let's have more fun. I feel like that's showing up for me lately. Just like have more fun in life and And yeah, so tell me a little bit about how you got into Reiki and um, why you chose this path. Well, I want to say it was probably about four years ago now. It hasn't been that long, but I had to deal with autoimmune issues and it was stressful and frustrating. And one of my friends knew and said, let's get her a gift certificate to get Reiki. So I had no idea. I mean, I knew what it was, but I really didn't know the depth of it. So I went and, um, it was beautiful and relaxing and healing and and they bought me a package. So it was like three sessions. So the first one was beautiful and relaxing, but like also devastating just like to feel like, and know all these things that this person knew about me and, um, go through all these emotions and everything. So at that point I was like, I can't do this again because it was so intense, but at the same time, so beautiful because there was so much going on and it helped. It helped with the issues that I was dealing with medically. So I was like, okay, I'm going back. So then I went back two, three times more and I loved it. And she told me that the practitioner that I went to, she was a master as well, um, that I had it in me, that I had this light and this healing. And, you know, I just started practicing on myself and then I started practicing on friends and they were like, you have to do this. So I got certified and just went through the process and this is it. Here, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love when you have like a mentor to kind of help show you the way of like, Hey, you have gifts and you should pursue this. Like that's yes. also really nice in any profession just to have somebody that believes in like what you can do. Yeah, she was she was wonderful. Her name is Erin Hansen. Um, I don't know if she's practicing right now. She had a baby and with COVID and everything. Um, I think she's doing distance, but she was so supportive. Like even when I emailed her and said, I think I finally want to get certified, you know, because yeah. the the last session that we did was so amazing and I could feel the energy in me. And she told me that I can do this for myself. Um, but just like to email her and be like, where do I start? And she just sent me all the information and, you know, people, sometimes there's competition like in any practice in any, any job you have, you know, I don't always want to support you or somebody may not want to help, you know, but she was so welcoming and so supportive and just did everything she could to get me where I wanted to go. Oh, I love to hear that. It's so awesome. So I know that Reiki is hard to explain, but if we were to give like a basic explanation just for people who are like, I don't really get it. Can you give me some more information? How would you explain Reiki? Uh, well, let's see. It's the energy in your body. It is hard to explain. It's fascinating. It's very difficult to explain, but so we all have the energy in us and there's seven chakras and sub chakras that go from your crown to your root. And it's my energy in your energy, universal connecting to each other. And when the chakras are 
kind of not spinning the way they're supposed to. They're like wheels. Your body is not flowing in a fluid motion. So when I connect to you, I connect to the different chakras and I can feel your energy and I start to work with it and make it move. So all these chakras relate to different parts of you and what you're dealing with, you know, motivation and um, anxiety and stress and self-love and all these things. And it comes out in us in hard ways. Like it's, it's stress and it's tension and, and it's stagnant and stuck in us. So when I connect to you, my hands are either on you or hovering above you and we can feel the energy between us. So I, I work and, and I go back to where I feel there's struggle and we can just kind of get you flowing in a more fluid, smooth motion. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happens. You just like clear out the blockages so that the energy could flow and I think that's our, our natural state to just have like flowing energy and not have these blocks. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about the blocks and, and how they would show up for people, like some examples. Okay. So root chakra, not standing in your ground, you know, yeah. not feeling stable, instability, not being able to, to be your true self, just like a little bit of nervousness and not just it's basically instability. Um, you want to be grounded. You want to be strong. So you want to get grounded. So we want to work with the root chakra, get that wheel spinning, um, put your feet in dirt, you know, um, get you more confident and, and standing, you know, in your power. Yeah, I love it. And I think what you said about the stuff that comes up with healing makes it difficult, but also freeing. I think that's good to talk about because I don't think healing is easy. Like we want to think like healing is just like, okay, you're going to feel better and it's going to be so easy for you. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes things come up. How do you help your clients when things come up like that? Uh, it's hard. It's hard because pe- it hurts. Healing hurts. You know, it, it is a, re- a very relaxing session. Like the, the room is relaxing. The vibe is relaxing and everything. It's dark. It's quiet. There's soft music playing and you will feel, you know, comfortable and, and relaxed. But at the yeah. same time, there's pressure. There's pressure in different points of your body. Your heart may race. You can't catch your breath. You may feel like you're falling. You may see colors and visions and just experience like, you know, bliss. But at the yeah. same time, when you're struggling in a certain part of your body, like your solar plexus anxiety or fear, it may not feel that good, but it, it's healing. Like you have to go through these things in order to get past them and, and help all of that come out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just like being able to allow it and like not judge it and also breathe through it, I think is really helpful in the healing process, whether it's a Reiki session or in general, just being able to like sit with what comes up and be like, okay, I'm going to get through this. I'm yeah. going to read through this and I'm going to get to the other side. I feel like I, do. I tell, I tell everybody when your heart is racing or there's that pressure, just deep, slow breaths, because you'll come back to it and you'll be okay. And a lot of people don't believe in it. And until they're like lying there and they're like, Oh my God, you know, like yeah. they're feeling it. it. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but yeah, breathing through it and just taking your time and the more open you are to it and just letting yourself expand, you know, to, to accept it, the better the session is going to go. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think with all things, you have to be open if you want to experience change. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So what's your favorite part about Reiki? Like, do you have any really cool stories of people that you've worked with and they've had like a ton of healing? Tell me a little about that. My, my favorite is my pancreatic cancer guy. I love working with him. He, um, had pancreas, he has pancreatic cancer for a year. So he's doing chemo. He, um, started doing Reiki with me about five, five or six months ago now. And I kept seeing 
over his pancreas, I could feel the tumor. One day he fell asleep and suddenly I felt this like lump in the palm of my hand and my hand kind of raised a little bit and I knew where the tumor was. And he opened his eyes and he said, I've never known where the tumor is. I didn't want to know. Um, he's like, but I just felt it. So, and I told him, I said, I, I keep seeing gold being poured over this tumor, like healing light, just like visions of gold being poured over this tumor. So we continue to work together every week. And there was probably about two or three weeks that I didn't get to see him between his schedule and mine. And his number came up on my caller ID. I was cooking dinner one night and I like freaked out thinking this is not good, you know? And so I answer and he's like, I had to tell you they're putting gold in my pancreas. So he um, was at the doctors and the pancreatic cancer was basically non-existent at this point. Like his pancreas looked like he's never had cancer. So there was this tiny little mark and they wanted to inject it with gold so that in the following weeks, they can watch this marker to see what's coming back. You know, so he, he was excited. I was excited because now they're putting gold in him. So he, um, he was off chemo, off radiation for a good solid eight weeks. Unfortunately, now there's a little bit in his liver. So we're working on that, but his pancreas is still clean. So it's, uh, he's the doctors like, don't know what to make of him. He's like a a miracle, you know, battling stage four pancreatic cancer for a year and just trudging through, you know? Love it. Yeah. I, I was doing some research the other day on this and it's so cool. Like how it can really be integrated into healthcare. And my push is that it does, because I think it's really helpful and healing. And I think that there's not enough attention on our energy and our blocks yeah. when disease comes up in the body. And we talked about this too on Monday. It's just like, it's so important to pay attention to these holistic healing modalities and also pay attention to that. Our body holds the trauma that most likely comes from our experiences or our thoughts, our emotions. And if we don't heal it, it it just stays there living in the body, you know? Yeah. And it it causes dis-ease, you know, like disease is disease, disease broken down is dis-ease. And we feel that dis-ease in our body when we're not functioning at our highest and best capacities. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so magical. And I think, um, what's really cool is also like when you can feel the sensation of the healing. So like feeling lighter, feeling your blocks are removed. I think for me, when I had the Reiki session, like I did feel the blocks removed. And then like the next day, some of the things that I was trying so hard to manifest actually happened. I think that's the coolest part. And that's what really like made me so excited about this conversation was that there's so much validity to when you remove the blocks that the energy can just flow. And then you can also just create what you want to create. I think it's the blocks that kind of stop us from living our yeah. best life or Absolutely. being our highest yeah. self, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's stagnant energy. It's just sitting there stuck in you and it needs to move so that you can move forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all about energy. I love that. Yeah. It's, 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 I love, I don't always love when I hear people tell me this hurt or that hurt, or there was pain because it does happen. Um, but I do love when they can feel themselves, they can feel the energy in them. They can feel it moving. They can feel whatever it is, the flutters, the tingles, the sensations and everything, because they know it's valid. Like they, they know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. What's some of the advice that you like to give people coming into this, you know, if they start to go on the Reiki or the healing journey? 
I know we talked about a couple of things, but what do you feel like is the best advice for people who may have like some fears around it? Reiki is like an energetic massage for the soul. Yeah. And as relaxing and releasing as it is, I, I tell everyone it doesn't always feel good. Um, it just like to relax and breathe and, you know, get in a cozy spot and accept with whatever happens, whatever comes at you, just breathe through it and, you know, let me hear what I have to hear to help you. Right. Right. So there's like this intuitive piece to it too, which I feel like is really important because I don't think a lot of people understand that like some things come through to you when you're yes. doing the session. So do you yeah. want to talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, everybody's different. You know, I, I hear things. Um, I like the room quiet just with some soft music because the quieter it is, the more I can hear. So when I connect to certain parts of your body, if there's something going on in you, I'll hear words, phrases, sentences, I'll see visions. And then a lot of times there are things that you're dealing with that I can help you work through. You know, it's one thing to move the energy, but if words come up or visions that I, you know, I see, and if I tell you about them, we can talk about that. It's almost like therapy, you know, we can talk about them and try to work through them and, um, you know, get past what you're struggling with. Yeah. I actually like that part the best that you kind of like do a debrief after the session, like, Hey, I felt this, or I saw this. So that the person who's getting the session can like understand more about their healing. I think that's really good. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to talk during the session because a lot of, a lot of clients even fall asleep. They just get in such a cozy spot. They, they doze off and that's fine and wonderful. Like I'm glad to be able to put somebody in such a meditative state that they're just so relaxed and comfortable. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to talk during it. So we have to talk after. So I could say, I heard this and that, and you know, all those good things to get you through to, to make people understand what happened during the session, why they felt what they felt. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about like how you're working now, if you're doing distance Reiki or if you're doing in-person Reiki, just so if people become interested, they know how to get in touch with you. Yes, I am. I'm working at Freedom Rocks. So I'm there most days during the day, like working, working. And then we have a room in the back where I am able to do Reiki. So I do hands-on Reiki in the mornings um, if available. And then I do a lot of it in the evenings or on the weekends. And I do do distance Reiki as well, which is um, me connecting to you. We're not together. I'm not on Zoom. I don't do phone calls. I usually have a picture of somebody and we set up a specific time. They get cozy in their house. I'm in mine and I connect to them. And it's basically, it's a Reiki session. They feel it. They they get everything. It's a little bit shorter. I only do half hour distance sessions. Um, but yeah, a lot of people like distance sessions right before they go to sleep. So, mm-hmm. you know, I do late sessions, 9 30, 10 o'clock. You know, they kind of just doze off. It's so relaxing that that's that's when I do those. Yeah. And then I, I guess my question for you is how do you take care of yourself in order to deliver the Reiki sessions? Because, you know, we had this whole conversation on energy and it's like, it's hard to take off. Like if you're an extra sensitive person, like you don't want to take on people's energy all the time. So how do you deal with that? Yes. And I am an extra sensitive person. Um, wash, I wash, I wash my hands. I, I take showers. I drink a crap load of water after the mm-hmm. sessions are over. And I tell all of my clients to drink water because I don't want anybody waking up 2am with headaches. Um, and yeah. when they don't listen to me, that's what happens. It's very dehydrating. So it's dehydrating on your end. It's also dehydrating on my end because I just take it all in. Um, I release it and then I have to replenish myself. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and grounding too. Like I need to be outside. Like I like to feel the earth beneath my feet, like barefoot yeah. and everything. I can't wait for warm weather, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be back out there and be able to feel dirt. Yeah. Uh, I love putting my feet in the sand and I love the ocean healing qualities. Yeah. Yeah. That usually does it for me. Yeah. That's my favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was so fun. I want everybody to know how good it is, you know, healing modality that everybody should be open to. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, it's different than just getting a massage or, you know, it's, it's a different kind of healing than taking medicine and whatnot, you know, it's, it's it's not really a luxury it's needed, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I really love this conversation just to get it out there that it's such a powerful and meaningful way to heal and that the conversation on energy needs more attention because energy is everything. And I think yeah. when we're able to understand that piece and understand how to allow our body to operate the way it's supposed to be, where there's no blocks. I think when the energy is flowing, that's really when we're living our healthiest, best, truest life. And so that's my favorite piece on Reiki is just to like remove the blocks, allow yourself to heal. And it's such a cool and magical way to do it. You know, I will say a lot of people ask me how often, how often should I do this? It's, it's different for everybody. I mean, I see my, my guy with cancer once a week for obvious reasons. Um, Other people may be dealing with, you know, an emotional issue that they may need it every week, but a lot of people generally, they know when they need to come back, you know, you have that session, it is a nice release. You feel the release, you go through your days, these things come up, like you said, you know, a couple of weeks go by or something, and there just might be some tension or stress or whatever in your body. And you're like, I need to do this again. Right. So, you know, it's, it's not always needed every single week for every single person Yeah. Um, different I, for everybody. And I, I feel like people, once they have one or two sessions, they know what their body needs. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's kind of like like normal therapy. Like I think when you go to normal therapy, like your frequency depends on how often you need to talk yeah. about things and how yeah. often you need to deal with things. And it's kind of the same because it's like if you're not releasing what's going on in some way, I, I just think it gets backed up. You know, it like it just yeah, it's too much tension. It sits in you and you like sit there like all clenched and everything. And when you're done with Reiki, you don't feel that anymore. You just feel like, oh my God. I, I have people who get off the table and they're like, My legs are jello because there was just so much release, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That that's my favorite part is like the lightness. That yeah. feels yeah. lightness. The lightness. I love the lightness. Yeah. Hey friends, thanks for checking out this episode of the Solutions Podcast. For more episodes just like this, be sure to subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at Solutions Pod. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.